Hey everybody, welcome to the PR Podcast, where we give you guys a better insight on how to master your bodies and raising your PRs in and outside the gym. My name is Joseph. I'm here with my two amazing hosts, Annabelle. Hi. And Morgan. Hello, my people. (laughs) (laughs) How are we doing today? Great. We're doing great. I'm doing great. I don't know about you guys, but I'm doing great. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't care how you guys are doing. I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm actually. I'm doing great too now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, we finally. Um, it's starting to feel like winter finally, right? Yeah. We had a really late summer. Like Thanksgiving was like almost hundred hundred degrees, and finally we have a cold, rainy day. Yeah, today was the first time. Cause, it, well, I mean, that's how California is. It's it's always hot here. I mean, it gets a little cold, and it gets a little bipolar on you, and then it's it's hot again. Mm-hmm. But today has actually been hot. I mean, cold all day. All day. Like all our day. cold days are like 50 degrees. And people from other parts of the country are probably like. In like shorts. Snowing. No, it's like <laughs> bring snowing. out the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But hey, that's what we pay extra for, right? It's for the better weather. That's what I say, at least. I mean, especially like where we live and like the valley area. We're like right next to the mountains, right next to the beach as well. And during this time of year. The ocean is still kind of warm, so we can literally snowboard in the morning and then surf in the evening. Same day. That sounds so. exhausting. <sighs> <laughs> but you're right. It's because you in, you old. You old. That's I why. know. I am. <laughs> in theory, it sounded good. So it's been a while since we all three been on the same screen. <laughs> Gathered up. So how how was everybody's Thanksgiving? Did we eat a lot? Do we hate ourselves after? Never. <laughs> Thanksgiving is one or two days and I look forward to it every time because it's the only time. Oh, it's not the only time, but it's the first time of every year that I have pecan pie. That's my favorite. Pecan pie? Yeah, pecan. Yeah, both of them, actually. <laughs> that one too. Add <laughs> a, a slice of each. <laughs> they oddly pecan. taste the same. <laughs> yeah. No, we had, so we did Thanksgiving with... Tim's family, which is nice, like traditional. And then we did Thanksgiving with my family where we did pozole and tamales. So that was real nice, too. So, yeah. I had four Thanksgivings. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So, (laughs) like the week before, I had a Friendsgiving and then Thanksgiving Day. And then the day after, my uncle, he made another Thanksgiving dinner. And then that Sunday after... We had another Friendsgiving. So we had four total of the same exact food. And I was so happy because Thanksgiving food is my favorite. I agree. Nice. It's probably it's the, the best, the best food. It, it's a been. holiday. Yeah, it's the best. Around a protein dish. Yep. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> I love it. It's so great. Starchy carbs with like with the mashed potatoes and you have the turkey. Throw some uh, some of the um, Hawaiian rolls on that bad boy. Some apple Dutch pie. <sighs> Game over. It's the best holiday. Every holiday should just be celebrated with Thanksgiving food. Like that should just be a, a holiday food in general. You know what? I think you should do that for your birthday. You oh, I requested it already. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving no, I, 100%. feast. No, I'm serious. I, I told Bria, I go, for my birthday, I want Thanksgiving food. <laughs> but she's not going to do it for me. So 
<laughs> she said she already has dinner plans. That's why. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's nice too. Yeah. So I, I am mad. I'm happy. But yeah. But How was your I, I oh. did not eat a lot this year. I don't know why. I just wasn't, I just wasn't very hungry. So I, I usually eat a couple plates, but this year I think I only had one plate and surprisingly I didn't have many desserts. I didn't usually I'm a sucker for pies because uh, mm-hmm. we celebrated at my aunt's house and she's, she's amazing. She's an amazing cook, especially with desserts, but I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. I just I have no idea. But the food was delicious. I just did not eat a lot this year. Are you guys more like pace yourselves and you guys have like one or two or three just big plates and then you're done? Or do you guys kind of pick at it the entire day? I treat it. It's just like a meal. So I'll have like one or two plates. Usually like I do my first plate with like, right, like the protein source and like load up on veggies or whatever. And then I'll have like maybe a second like run through of like the stuff that I really liked and then I'll do like a dessert. But I don't like like the whole grazing all day or like going back for left. Like I can't. I think that's that's too much. I've done that before, but like it ever feel good. <laughs> yeah, I do that for all four Thanksgivings and I, I was sick to my stomach every single time. I did not learn. <laughs> Every single time, I I just couldn't help it. Every time I'd walk by, we had to figure. I just came off competition prep, right? I was on prep for ten months, almost an entire year, and Thanksgiving is the first holiday right after being on competition prep. So, you know, you can't blame me. Yeah. What about you, Morgan? What do you tend to do um, whenever you are hungry? I actually, I'm the guy that like stuffs my plate where there's like food falling off it. It's a lot of food on the plate. And I usually go back for seconds, but not this year. So, yeah, I like to stuff myself on Thanksgiving. I let go <laughs> of all the rules and what are macros, you know, it, I just go in all in. Yeah, none of us are looking pretty chunky right now. We actually look like we did good this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, like usually this time's like, oh, it's bulking season. Yeah, not this year. No, it's different this year. I'm actually like tracking my my macros off season and doing a lean bulk. Like I'm actually doing this strategically, and I feel great though. Mm-hmm. And if anything, I I think that's a perfect segue into today's episode. We're gonna teach you guys how to survive the holidays, and we're setting goals for 2022, which is crazy because I still feel like we're stuck in 2020. <laughs> All right. Well, I was just going to say, like, I know a lot of people have heard or talk about like, oh, how do we survive the holidays? How do we get through the holidays? But the thing I try to emphasize is the holidays really it's what like depending on what you celebrate, even if you celebrate everything like at the most like six days, if you count Halloween, like you get Halloween, like maybe Thanksgiving Eve, (laughs) Thanksgiving, (laughs) like Black Friday Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, (laughs) all the things, right? (laughs) Even if you sell like Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, like it's not that many days. So the holidays themselves aren't what you're trying to survive. I think for most people, it's really just the change of routine. Like the holiday season brings about, okay, you're supposed to be setting up time to spend time with family, um, 
some people get stressed out like around the thought of seeing family or stressed out if they're traveling or you throw in like gift buying in the mix. Um, so that change in like your routine, the change in the weather, the change in um, the level of stress you have, like that could all be kind of what is considered like holiday season that would impact your nutrition or physical activity. So I think what I'd like to do today is like kind of just bring some of like nutrition and fitness tips, but also like stress management and like how to just be aware, like just plan for what you know is coming every single year it's not a surprise (laughs) like the holiday seasons like we know they're coming so um yeah what are some of your guys's like tips for not derailing like if you're following a like training program or like a specific nutrition protocol or diet um what are your guys's tips well like you said um the main thing is if, if you're if you have a program, try to stick to it as much as you can. And it's OK to derail, per se, during the holidays themselves. Just make sure that the days before and the days after you're back on track. That's going to be the main thing, because one caloric surplus day is not going to throw you off track of your goals. But when you start to add them up day after day after day, week after week, and then that's when you do see, you know, the typical um, 10 pound weight gain during the holiday season. That's that's how much the average person typically gains. And so in order to prevent that, you want to make sure that you actually do try to stick to your goals. But if you fall off, don't overstress and beat yourself up over it. And, you know, if you guys want to hear about some things I do on the holidays to kind of help out, people go always, you know, you're more than welcome to, to mimic it or try it out for yourselves. Uh, so one thing I really try to emphasize is uh, intermittent fasting on the days of the holidays, whenever I know there's a big meal ahead, right? And so if it's an early dinner, I'll just intermittent fast and eat nothing, just drink water. Um, for, for Thanksgiving itself, dinner started at 2 p.m. It was a pretty early dinner. And so for that day, I did intermittent fasting. But for the Friendsgiving that we had, which started at 6.30 p.m., a little bit later in the day, I only ate protein before that dinner. So that obviously I'm going over, I'm going to surplus, it's going to happen. But if I limit my calories prior, then when I do surplus, it's not going to be as dramatic of a fall off. How about training wise? Um, do you yeah, change anything sh- up? Uh, no, I don't, I don't change anything up, but I will make sure I train before, before the dinner. Because I know for damn sure I ain't going to do it after. <laughs> I'll be too tired, too stuffed. Um, but I do try to move around. Um, during those days. So after like, like I said, I do tend to graze eat, but I also make sure I stand up a lot. I try to limit how much I sit down and I try to move around and walk as much as I can. And I know you did a lot too, Annie, w- with your meals. Like after you eat, you'll go for a walk and just try to get the digestion going and helps out with the metabolic rate as well. Yeah. How about you, Morgan? Um, I pretty much do the same thing Joseph does. Only thing I try not to do it on that day because... <laughs> Since I don't really intermittent fast, if I try to do intermittent fasting, say like on the day of Thanksgiving, my hunger levels are through the roof and I'm going ham. So (laughs) I can't do that. You know, so what you, yeah. So usually, oh yeah, and turkey. So usually what I do is I'll just say if I know I'm eating that Thursday or say it's a weekend and it's a Friendsgiving or whatever, the week of, I'll probably just eat maybe like a hundred calories or two less 
throughout the week each day and then i mean that that's going to add up and i just don't even think about it i don't worry about it i just go in there and i just eat yeah that's a great way to do it too because you figure if you're deducting one to 200 calories per day by the time that holiday comes up you you banked right about you know a thousand more calories to to what you can safely surplus and the the kickback won't be as dramatic yeah yeah i try not to change much besides that because even even like activity if i start doing more um it's just bad news because i remember Mm -hmm. uh one year i tried doing like (laughs) it's overkill but like an hour of cardio like every day before and i was like all right i'm gonna do a bunch of cardio and i'm gonna uh try to lose some weight this week so that i go ham on that day and yeah i just my hunger levels were through the roof so that didn't work so i try not to change much i try to just pull back a little bit and not stress about it because i think if you make that day even bigger than it is you're gonna go a little crazy so kind of just treat it like another day honestly yeah i i like that you said that like just treat it like another day because like it really just is like we said it's like one day every couple of weeks or whatever it is like during this season so like what I really try to like tell especially like our clients is like just decide what you're gonna do and commit to that like honor your decision like are you gonna be conscious of what you're gonna eat like you're gonna I mean obviously you're not gonna I wouldn't encourage anyone like unless you're like on a competition prep or something to like weigh out their food but maybe that's what it would take like for somebody. But like, are you going to be conscious of like your portion sizes, like using like hand measurement guides? Or are you going to just say, this is a day I'm going to take to enjoy the foods I'm only going to be able to enjoy one time a year and take the value of sharing a meal with family and friends? Like, am I going to focus on that? Or am I going to just say, fuck it and have whatever I want? And what would you say? Like, what, what are macros? Like, but make a decision and honor that decision. And if you say, say you are going to say fuck it and then like you get there and you're feeling some sort of anxiety around like committing to that, then like that's a good time to like reflect on, okay, why do I feel this way? Like that would be a good time if you have a nutrition coach or a trainer or someone that you trust, like reach out to them, you know, have a conversation about that. It doesn't have to be then, but then you can address that. But really just appreciate the day for what it's worth and make your decision about what your plan is going to be and, and stick with it. Um, and then for the holiday itself, I do have like, so I wrote down like a few like little tips that, um, I have, like if you're somebody who, is really focused on nutrition. So there's a couple suggestions I have. So if you um, are going to like a potluck style event, um, offer to bring like a healthy dish, either like a healthy dessert option, or like if you're going to do like a green bean, <laughs> you're, you're nodding your head. No, <laughs> if you're going to do like, say, so like, say maybe, you know, you don't know what's going to be there. So you just offer to bring something that might help whoever's hosting, or if you're hosting, you know, make sure there's like a veggie tray or some fruit or something that people can snack on that isn't going to be, you know, enjoy the delicious stuff too. enjoy the stuff that you don't get to or don't want to have all year round, but like fuel your body too. Like you want to not 
be super inflamed the whole next day. Um, the other thing is, uh, what you mentioned. So I like to incorporate some sort of physical, physical activity. Usually it's just a walk. So like at this point, like my family knows, like we like to either walk before or after, usually it's after just to get like digestive benefits. And then, I mean, just to spend some time, you come back and have another plate if you want, but if not, at least, you know, like <laughs> you got things moving. You didn't just stuff your face have a couple cocktails and go like lay down. (laughs) Um, but like starting a new tradition like that could be a good idea. If like your family or your loved ones are people that don't really are, you know, are not super physically fit. It's a good idea to just start a tradition. Like, Hey, it's just has to be like an easy stroll, like a walk down the block, like bring the dogs, bring the babies, bring the kids. Um, so that's something I like to do. Um, Uh, fasting was another strategy. If it's something that you normally do, I wouldn't recommend it for everybody, but if you are okay with like holding off eating, it just gives you a little bit more wiggle room. Don't do it. If it's going to be your first time, like on Thanksgiving that you're going to try to fast till dinner. Um, but depending on when dinner time is for you too. Um, So one of the things that uh, I emphasize too is like just be really mindful when you're eating. Like sometimes like we load up our plates and we can't wait to just shovel all the food in and you don't even like slow down to like savor what the different flavors like if especially if stuff is like homemade and people spend some time on like cooking those grains or making those sweet potatoes or whatever it is like slow down and enjoy it and like take breaks between bites, like take sips of water, like have conversations like while you're having dinner. Um, if that's your style, I don't know. Um, and then wait 15 minutes at least before getting seconds, because that's another thing that like we kind of tend to do. It's like, okay, I'm going to have dinner. And like, while the food is still hot, like, let me go grab a second plate. You can, but you might benefit from just waiting 15 minutes. 15 minutes like and say I'm going to allow myself to have whatever seconds I want but 15 minutes is going to give your body and the vagus nerve in your stomach to communicate to your brain like I've had a pretty good amount of food like maybe I'm not going to load up my second or third or fourth plate as much as I normally would have so just give yourself some time and say I'm not saying don't do seconds just wait a little bit um and drink some water yeah, small sips of water. The holidays sometimes are like times where people like to have cocktails or drinks too. Um, so it's even that much more important to be hydrated, stay hydrated. Um, and then the last thing I was just going to say is like with leftovers, um, politely decline if people are offering to send you home with tons of leftovers if that's not something you want. Um if they're offering for you to take home some turkey or some ham or, you know, something that you really want or something that you could use, like, and benefit from the next day, take that. But um, there's no shame in saying no thank you. That's kind of it. Um, I do have some kind of interesting stats, like, for from 2020, if you guys want to hear. Let me of see. Course. So this is a survey, and... It was done just on, it's a small sample group, right? But 2,000 Americans. Um, 
so this is based on last year. So last holiday season, 2020. So out of 2000 Americans surveyed, 56% are using the holidays as an excuse to postpone their healthy choices. So they're postponing till January all through holiday season. And this was kind of interesting because I guess this number was up 15% from 2019. And a lot of people said it was because of the stresses of COVID, which I mean, okay, that was kind of understandable. Uh, 43% of Americans broke a diet that they were on due to holiday food. The average amount of weight that was gained over the holiday season last year was seven pounds. Uh, 61% of people feel that they deserve to indulge in the holiday season because of the stress that twenty two or 2020 brought, which was like COVID. Um, 43% of people said that they ate more than one dessert helping during dinner. And 30% of those people surveyed said that they ate to the point that they felt sick, unwell, or ready to burst. And then 62% of people said that they were ready to adopt a new year, new me attitude in January. So I'm not sure how that went, um, but I just thought that was really interesting. (laughs) Um, I think I read like the average weight gain like for the year, the holiday season isn't really that much. It might be like a pound or two for the average American, but that's because I think that's because like a lot of people probably gain like a solid like five ish or more pounds, but then they lose it like, you know, with their New Year's resolutions right away. So that's kind of the average. But I guess like based on this survey, like most people gained like about seven pounds, like during the six to eight weeks of holidays. Yeah, How many I mean, pounds did you guys gain? <laughs> well, for mine, uh, mine was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> How many? So so from it's from stage weight. I'm only I'm only up twelve pounds from stage weight, so I'm I'm doing well. Oh. I haven't gained any weight like this year so far, but I've also has like I my training has been off for the past like month. It's not good to lie, Annie. Santa Claus. It's not gonna give you gifts. <laughs> You're on a naughty list. <laughs> you don't get some coal and then you use that coal for your grill and make some chicken. <laughs> and make some pizza (laughs) so so with all that said you know with the with the weight gain that happens during the holidays we're going to have a lot of people looking to take that weight off so when it comes to 2022 and it comes to goal setting and getting your mind right to get your body right like what are some things that we can do to prepare ourselves for the new year and to make sure that we don't have the fall offs like the previous years. Okay. One of the main uh, tips that I have for when you're setting a new like health, fitness, nutrition goal is focus on adding, not subtracting. So rather than saying I'm going to lose 50 pounds, say I'm going to increase the number of vegetables I eat per week or mm. I'm going to add x amount of steps to my average count a day or a week or um just focusing like away from i'm gonna restrict all of this and i'm gonna add all this so i'm gonna add to my life instead of restrict so that's one of my main tips for goal setting 
at any time, but especially for the New Year's, because I think a lot of people go into New Year's and say, you know, they have all these lofty goals about restricting to lose weight. That's the majority of the people that I see. Well, I like that. that. Was, I like that a lot. That was, uh, yeah, that was really good. Never thought about that before. <laughs> <laughs> See, even we learned something new here on the PR podcast ourselves. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes when, when we're going through these goals and we're writing things down or we're playing it through in our heads, it could get a little overwhelming, you know? And just like you said, even when you're adding stuff, even when you're adding things like take more steps, eat more veggies, add some PRs, listen to the PR podcast more, whatever it may be, sometimes it could get a little overwhelming and that's where it might be good to even look and consider into hiring like a coach or a trainer, you know, whether it's your local gym, whether it's somebody you know from online that you follow, it makes things easier whenever you have the proper guidance and it also helps, especially if this is your first time or if you're, or if you're newer, it can help prevent mistakes that don't need to be made if you have a coach or a trainer to help guide you as well and they could get you on the right track faster also so if you guys are looking for coaches and trainers just make sure you find people who have a good track record someone who is going to be following the same goals that you want so for instance, if you are a bodybuilder, you might want to look for a coach who's also a bodybuilder. If you're a powerlifter, you might want to find a coach who's also a powerlifter. And that way, you know, you guys are on the same page. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's good advice. Um, and like, a, even if you are finding that like a coach or trainer may or may not be in the budget, hopefully you find somebody that you feel will provide that value or will be valuable to you but I think a good coach or trainer their ultimate goal is for you to not need them very long Um, if your goal is to learn how to tackle you know or approach this new lifestyle that you envisioned for yourself um, do what you can to learn as much as you can from them Um, and ultimately you may not you, you may not need them for that long but I think a coach or a trainer is a good idea um, just because they've, they've got the experience and they can get you um, maybe just help you really see what your real end game goal is. Um, you may think you want something and end up, you know, it end up being something else. Um, just as an example, um, you may think you want this physique type goal or this body weight type goal but in reality there might be some things that you want to fix maybe with your relationship with food or with your skills or abilities to prepare meals for yourself or with your ability to program your own like exercise program like or your own fitness program like something that's gonna like serve you like in the long run and be a lot more valuable than just like I want to weigh this much by the time I'm done, you know? So something that serves you a little bit deeper. Yeah. And just be prepared for the new year. Like if you walk into the gym and the gym's packed, like expect it, don't get irritated, take your time, find what's open, do what's available. And, um, you know, it's okay to ask questions. If you guys do decide to go the coach trainer route, ask questions, ask a lot of questions. 
And if they don't have answers for you, it's probably not the right person to go with. Or if they get mad that you're asking questions, probably not a good, probably not a good sign either. But the good news is nowadays there's so much information for free on the internet. And, you know, sometimes I'll get these questions from just followers on Instagram where the questions that they ask me, they could have literally typed that same thing into Google and gotten an answer. You know, self-research goes a long way. And whenever somebody takes the time to research stuff on their own, they tend to retain the knowledge a lot better as well. So I think that's going to be the, the main thing for 2022. Ask questions, find the right answers, and then test them out for yourself. I liked what you said of adding stuff. Um, but I think like once you start planning stuff and you start setting goals and you start adding a lot of steps, it can become overwhelming and it's easy to fall off. So my advice would just be to, okay, really see what you want to do, like Annie said, and commit to that. But make sure it's just one thing, whether it's, okay, I'm going to try to eat more veggies, commit to that. If you say, I'm going to start walking, then just commit to that. Don't start trying to change your meals. Don't try to start walking. Don't start trying to go to the gym. Doing all these things at the same time. Just do one thing, and then once you get comfortable with that or and committed to that, then start adding one more thing. Yeah, I think when we did this episode, um, or we talked, we addressed like goal setting and New Year's. We talked about like smart setting, smart goals. That's that um, specific, measurable, attainable, uh, time sensitive, or timely, and oh, re- realistic. There's R, realistic, time sensitive. Um, I think that's really good, but like also. Even if you set a smart goal, I think the tendency is to like overhaul. So I I think at this point, all of us, I think, have read Atomic Habits. That's a really good book if you haven't. But that just doing like the minimum effective dose, the minimum you can, because setting the bar attainably low, but still like low, gets you to that win that much faster. So then you can move the bar get your next win, move the bar, get your next win. And those small wins add up to ultimately build momentum. And momentum is what drives like that discipline motivation because a lot of people are going to be motivated as fuck in January. But then that tapers off so fast. Like once reality starts kicking in, once life happens and you get tripped up, it's going to be so easy to just resort to what you know to be your normal habits, right? So if you just, like you said, if you said, I'm gonna just walk 30 minutes a day, four days out of the week, you know, if that's your baseline, if that's what you're setting as your goal, then you can jump back to that same goal, like again, and you don't have to worry about you derailed, like what you were trying to do with nutrition or what you're trying to do elsewhere, you know, focus on one goal at a time. that's really what like so with my nutrition coaching I basically have five nutrition goals just five and my clients get to pick which one they want to focus on at any given time so every week they get to evaluate and say okay I want to focus on this goal this time it could be a water goal it could be a protein goal it could be a goal to have you know, X amount of servings of vegetables. Um, It could be a goal, which is one of the harder ones, like to eat more mindfully. And with each of those goals, there's a lot of little steps that they can take to achieve those. But ultimately, they're picking 
one focus area per week. They can keep with that same goal as long as they want. But ultimately, it's just to get so comfortable with that, that that's like, yeah, I already do that. That's that's what I do. That's my vibe. Till they add on the next like step. And the goal is just to get somebody comfortable with those five nutrition goals. And that's it. It's just five. It's not super crazy, but it at least gives you like an end goal. And once you're comfortable with those five, you know, you waver in and out of those. You're like, oh, I fucked up my water. (laughs) Like I didn't have like what I wanted to have. But then you could go back to that the next week. And like, I really like that for myself too. I mean, this is exactly how I do me. (laughs) So it's, it's kind of nice. Like, so it's like a small, like little thing. I mean, all right. Yeah. So Annabelle, how about you hit us with a few takeaways from today's episode? Sure. Okay. So we talked about, uh, quote unquote, her surviving the holidays. So, um, decide what you're going to do and commit to that. Do what you can to incorporate the healthy habits that you've hopefully have tried to build throughout the year by either being more physically active before or after each holiday, um, bringing healthier options for dishes and enjoying the food you know for all of its values like social um the nutritional value cultural value whatever you know whatever that meal means to you um and just getting right back on to your regular routine the very next day which includes like managing sleep managing stress and all that um and then we talked about setting uh goals for 2022 or any time of year really set small attainable goals um build on those goals and focus on making those goals about adding to your life not subtracting or adding and not restricting um find somebody you trust a coach or trainer or friend who can help keep you accountable and or show you how to attain your goals maybe more effectively or like more easily um and yeah just build those new habits I mean it's those atomic habits read the book that'll be a that's a good (laughs) call to action if you haven't read it um it's a good one to read I love it 2022 we didn't even talk about resolutions for you guys getting shit done Annabelle that's what we're doing 2022 all right we'll definitely make another episode for that as as we get deeper into December that's for sure and thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the PR podcast you guys can follow us on Instagram at pr.podcast you guys can find Annabelle at evolve.annabelle you guys can find Morgan at morgan.kino and you guys can find me at fit underscore fluential any topics you guys want to hear us cover please feel free to send us a DM hit us up let us know and we'll be sure to make an episode about it um thanks for following us give us a five-star review on iTunes if you guys can we really appreciate that And we shall see you guys next time. Bye. Peace.